Hello and welcome to another edition of the Locked On Penguins podcast. I am your host, Hunter Hodes, and we are fresh off a thrilling, amazing, outstanding, um, whatever word you want to call win for the Penguins as they come from behind three goals down in the third period to tie the game, to send it to overtime, and then win it in overtime and snap the little 10-game winning streak that the New York Islanders had. You simply hate to see it if you're an Islanders fan, and you simply love to see it if you are a Penguins fan. Remember, follow me on Twitter at Hunter Hodes. Follow the show on Twitter at LO underscore Penguins. And uh, yeah, for the for a while there, it was not looking good. Uh, basically, uh, going into the third period, everyone was just like, you know what? Uh, go to the next game. But Penguins had other ideas. Um, we'll just start out uh, uh, recapping the game, I guess, from this opening few seconds. Uh, the Penguins came out sleeping like they did in the playoff series. Casey Zizekas gets a goal. one nothing. 19 seconds in. Uh, pretty uh, garbage way to start, but uh, the Penguins woke up after that. They dominated play in the first period, out shooting them. Uh, they outshot them all game. Honestly, going into the third period, the Islanders, only, I think, only had 16 shots on net. The Penguins had close to 30, if I'm not mistaken. So the Penguins were all playing them. And the, the theme of this game, folks, was that the Penguins, they had another really, really good game. They dominated play. I think they had a 65% uh, goal share um, for this game. And you know what? The only difference, they were finally rewarded for their play. And the goals and the pucks started going in the net. And that's how they won. They, they, they stuck with the process. You trust the process, as everyone of the, of the Philadelphia 76ers say. And you know what? It's exactly what happened, though. It wasn't pretty a lot of the times, though, a couple of the goals they gave up. Uh, the shorthanded goal was a mess. Uh, Cal Clutterbuck got the goal. It was a bad pinch by Gino, and then Schultz took a really bad angle to get to Clutterbuck. Murray, I think he maybe would, maybe want to have that back. I think he definitely want the first goal back, but... Um, the second goal, he would definitely uh, maybe want back a little bit. And then the third goal, he had no chance on. Uh, it was a beautiful screen uh, by Jack Johnson, uh, just screening Matt Murray. Um, and, that, and the puck went in off of uh, Pellick, so it made it 3-0. And then third, the third period is where it all began. And where should we start? Uh, Jared McCann, he gets another goal. Um, but I think where we should really start for this game is Brian Rust. Um, what a start to the season that he's having. Um I'm really not sure that he's here if he does honestly does not get hurt at the end of the preseason, considering the Penguins were looking to make a cap move anyway. Um, he was one of the forwards that I believe was being dangled in trade talks, according to some reports. But ever since he's come back, uh, this is a level of Brian Russ that we have not seen in a couple seasons. Uh, you know, we always know he's a streaky scorer. He'll go on some long runs of scoring, and then he'll be a ghost for like 20 games. But... It looks like to start the season, he's on a really, really nice hot streak. Had two goals tonight. That second goal that he had past Varlama a couple, just a few minutes after the Penguins made it three to one off of McCann. What a laser that was! A bar down, a, a glove side, just a beautiful, beautiful shot coming down the right side of the ice. Uh, like I said, bar down, uh, no chance for Varlama. And I knew right then I was like, okay, they may actually do this. And then. What do you know? Evgeny Malkin ties the game. It looks like that the point shot at first, I thought, tied the game. But um, it went off the crossbar. It came from Rikula, who he had a really good game. We'll get to that later. Um, but Malkin ended up tying the game. And then, of course, getting back to Brian Rust. 
Um, a beautiful play in overtime. Uh, really all started with Malkin first forcing the turnover in the offensive zone. And then Rust with the wraparound. He went, the funny thing about it is he didn't go short side for the wraparound. He went far side and it trickled past Varlamov in. And the Islanders streak came to an end. But just a remarkable game from Brian Rust. Uh, like I said, we're seeing what a level, what the level that he's playing at we have not seen in a couple seasons. Uh, he's up to... He's up to four goals in five games now um, since coming back from injury. And that that's the kind of play that you need from a top nine winger who um, you can you can just rely on. That's the kind of depth scoring. And he, you know, he's got also a lot of looks that have not gone into that because goaltenders have stood on their head. And, and you know what? That's gonna happen at times, but it was it's great to seeing him get rewarded. It's great to see him at the level. And you know what? They actually they changed the lines uh, during the third period. Sullivan had had enough. They put Gauchenyuk up with um, Crosby, which looked good in that third period. And then they actually moved um, McCann, um, I believe it was, it was McCann up to uh, Malkin's line. And then, of course, they kept Russ. But, yeah, I mean, you, you keep Russ with Malkin. I think that's um, a line that you're going to, that duo like Crosby and Gensel, you're going to have to keep them there uh, full time. Because the way that Russ has started this season, uh, he's... Man, besides scoring goals, he's so tenacious. He's so he causes so much havoc uh, around the net, and just in the, he just gives the other teams fits, and it's just it's remarkable. Um, also, wanted to come across the stat. Uh, shout out to Jesse Marshall who tweeted this a couple minutes ago, actually. So the Penguins tonight, via natural strat trick, they controlled sixty-two percent of the shot attempts and expected goals in tonight's win over the Islanders, and that's actually the third game in a row that their possession numbers have been over 60%, and it's actually the, also the fifth game in a row that their uh, goals for percentage has been over 60%. Um, I know some of you guys may not know what that means. Basically, uh, well, in short terms, they're playing really, really well. They're controlling a lot of the shot attempts, which means they're getting the puck on net way, oh, I get, they're getting the puck towards the net way more than the New York Islanders were and way more than their opponents were for that matter. And and for their goals for percentage, that just means that their expected goals, like they're still they're getting so many chances. But tonight, like I said, they finally came through and they're they're playing. This is like I said, trust the process. You're playing good hockey. This is the, the now now it's finally nice to be rewarded. It takes that that sour taste out of your mouth from that Bruins game where you were up 4-3 in the third period, you give up a tying goal, and then, of course, you lose with 157 remaining in the third period. You don't even get a point out of that game, even though you dominated play against the Bruins, too. And also for the Edmonton Oilers with Mike Smith, of course, still on his head. So just want to throw that out there. That is just how good the Penguins have been playing tonight. Um, I mean, I've been playing tonight, just playing lately. Um, what a win. Uh, I was, I, I can definitely say, I think this is probably the first time this season that I was actually, uh, standing up probably a few inches away from my computer, just, you know, hand wrangling, you know, just put your hands on your head. Cause you know, it, it felt like a little bit of a, a late season, uh, regular season game or a playoff game a little bit. That's kind of how it felt towards me because, um, I, I don't know. It's just, I guess it's just because the playoff series was so recent, but um, the way the game was going, and also just because how tight the games get late third period and overtime three on three. Um, I do want to say, though, before we uh, get to the next segment, um, my God, man, why do the Islanders make the three on three overtime so boring? They had the puck, I think, yeah, they had the puck for the first minute and a half to two minutes of overtime, and they fired about, I think, one shot on net. 
They were just standing there with the puck the, the entire time, barely firing the puck. I think their only shot came off of Anders Lee, which was shrugged away by Matt Murray. Um, I know they don't play the most exciting uh, brand of hockey. That's kind of Barry Trotz for you, but... I mean, damn, man, like, you make three-on-three three overtime boring. I mean, I was just standing there like, I just want to go, like, I, I, I don't know why I'm stuttering, of course, but I'm just standing there like, man, I'd rather just go watch my pasta boil in the water. Like, that's that's how bad it was. But uh, I just wanted to throw that out there. But, I mean, what a win, 4-3. You get two points, even though it looked like you were going to get none. I would have been happy with one point, but I am ecstatic that they got um, the two points tonight. And, um, of course, folks, if you're still feeling hungry like I am right now after this game, I don't know, a lot of these games I just get really hungry after, always remember, guys, you can get uh, $5 off on your DoorDash delivery. Um, you, you can get $5 off your first order, $15 or more, when you download the app and you enter the promo code Locked On. Just d trust me, I've had more roommates do it. They've gotten uh, $5 off. Deadly do it if you're hungry and looking to eat some more food. All right, so um, what else to come out of this game? Um, Cindy Crosby, it looked like he was going to end the game in overtime, Jake Gensel. I thought they had better games than they did against the Bruins. Uh, like I said, I know I'm not really big on plus-minus, though they were a minus four in that um, Bruins game, but they played much better, I thought, tonight. Crosby was getting some looks. He almost ended it in the overtime. It was a really nice save by Barlamov um, off the right and, and boards. Um, I think Gensel was the one that got the puck to him up the ice. It was a... Semi-breakaway, um, Nick Bukes had another really, really strong game <clears throat> Excuse me, <clears throat> uh, for him. He almost also ended it in overtime as well. He tried to go forehand, backhand. Puck went just wide of Arlama. It looked like he had him beat, though. He, um, the puck also could have hit him um, if it was a little bit of a slow-moving uh, puck. But another really strong game from him. Uh, Yusuf Riccolo was inserted in the lineup because, of course, Chris Letang missed the game with a lower body injury. He has not been ruled out for Saturday's game, though. He has not practiced or anything, so I doubt that he's going to play against the uh, Chicago Blackhawks. But I thought he looked really good. Um, he was crisp defensively. He was moving the puck well up the ice. Really didn't make any mistakes defensively. He wasn't really being hemmed in his own zone a lot, which is really good. Um, I also really like the play of John Marino tonight. Um, he's looking better and better each and every game. He got to play on the top pairing with Brian Dumoulin. And uh, look like he did, he did not miss a beat up there. I, I feel like I'm actually going to becoming a John Marino stand. Uh, or I'm, I'm gonna my Twitter account is gonna be renamed from Ontario, which uh, I'm very hesitant to uh, change to John Marino fan account because what a season that he's uh, had so far, man. He, even tonight, some of the defensive plays that he made when the Islanders were coming in the own zone and into their zone, and boy, do they still come hard as ever, man. I, I was having flashbacks to that playoff series. He would just be very calmly just get the puck out, get it to Dumoulin, get it to the forwards. He was just. He was outstanding again tonight. I've really liked the progress that he's made. Um, I think it was. Um, I'm probably sounding like a broken record from how many times people have said this, but I think, I think it was what Kevin Stevens that uh, had a big scouting report on John Marino, or was it someone else? But whoever they did for, uh, when he was out in Edmonton, uh, kudos because he he looks the part of a really good, reliable um, bottom pairing defenseman, and you can honestly right now put him in the middle middle pairing because he looked really good on the top pairing tonight too. So. Um, I thought he looked really, really good. I thought Dumoulin, you know, considering, you know, how much he's flown back and forth with the baby, playing in Boston, then flew back to Pittsburgh, then flew back to Brooklyn. He looked really, really sharp tonight. Uh, I think Justin Schultz, uh, continued with the defenseman. I think Schultz, 
you know, had a really bad read on that Cal Clutterbuck goal. I think that was a really bad angle that he took, but also that goal, like I said, was really a lot on um, Malkin's pinch that he had there. I don't really uh, agree with that. And I believe, was that the Penguins' first shorthanded goal that they've allowed this season? I think I'm going to have to go double back and check, but I think that might be their first shorthanded goal that they allowed uh, this season. And I know they last season they were one of the league leaders in allowing shorthanded goals. So um, uh, it looks like they're not really doing anything different this season on the power play. I know though they did have four forwards and one defenseman up for this one, and they usually go three forwards, two defensemen, but still usually they don't change too much what they do. It was just last season teams were converting on their shorthanded chances, and this season so far they haven't well, except up until this game. But um, let's see what else here. Um, Evgeny Malkin, let's just uh, continue with him. Like I said, uh, he was having a really poor game, I would say, by his standards. Uh, did, was not shooting the puck when he definitely should have. Um, had that, like I said, had that really bad pinch, but he made he definitely made up for it in the third period. Um, he also had one play where he should have shot it, but I think he tried to pass it to Ricola in the third period for some reason. Um, you know, just take the shot there, man. You got one of the best shots in the world. You're one of the best players in the world. Trust your shot there. But um, um, he did score the goal. Um, he was at the right place, right time when the puck bounced off the crossbar. And as he was falling, just backhands it in. Varlamov, no chance. Um, he got another goal for him. So that was really big. And then, of course, the the biggest play of the night uh, helps draw helps up draw up the goal basically as he forced a turnover in the Islander zone, and then of course Rust wraps it around to end the game with less than two minutes to go. Um, that was just a really good play by Evgeny Malkin, um, just just to draw that uh, turnover up. He just he flew off the bench, and then he had that beautiful just that stick lift, and I mean wow, that was that was such a great play by Gino. Uh, like I said, really really made up for it in the um, at the end of this game to help get the Penguins the second point and. Now with this game, uh, the Penguins are now third in the Metropolitan Division despite an injury to Chris Letang and Patrick Hornquist. And also a 0-for-21 power play. This is now 10 games in a row <clears throat> Excuse me, where the Penguins have not scored a power play goal. I've been a fan of this team for a very, very long time, uh, over a decade. I don't think I've ever seen a Penguins power play with Sidney Crosby and Evgeny Malkin and it go 10 games in a row without scoring a power play goal. Uh, that's just unheard of. Um, it's I don't yeah I don't think I have to go double back and check and f- try to find out some research with that. But um, it that that is that's not that is something that does not happen very often. So um, hopefully they can get the power play working again. I'm, I'm sure it will. I mean it's it's Sidney Crosby, Evgeny Malkin, it's Jake Gensel. Um, it'll be Chris Letang when they come back. Justin Schultz. They'll get it going. It's the Penguins' power play. But I mean, wow, guys, yeah, just. What a what a win that what a win this was for the Penguins. All right, folks. So I want to dedicate this last segment to. Um, I saw a lot of overreactions on Twitter. I mean, you know, I mean, I definitely was a little mad online uh, during some of the plays, but man, uh, and this just reminds me how some people really take it uh, overboard. Guys, relax. Just relax, everyone. I mean. I mean, I saw people blaming Matt Murray for all three goals. And yeah, did he probably want that first one back? Yes. The second one, like I said, I've said so many times throughout this episode, it's probably more on the pinch and on the bad read by Schultz. And then the third goal, he had no chance on. But you know what? He more than made up for it with that sexy Scorpion save uh, in the third period to uh, to actually keep the comeback going since they scored 
right after that. I think that was, yeah, it was the Scorpion save that Russ went down and scored to cut it to 3-2, which allowed the comeback to keep going. They don't, if, if Murray doesn't make that save, this game, that game's over. Like, they don't, they're not going to score three more in that period, I don't think. Uh, at least, I don't think they would have that in them. But, he was fine, guys. He had, I know he had a really off game against the Bruins, but he responded well. Like I said, had one bad goal, but I, I saw some really hot takes. And you know what? Marc-Andre Fleury's gone, folks. Stop trying to make that a thing. Matt Murray is a very good goaltender. Stop trying to think that he isn't because he's played like a top 10 goaltender in this league this season. Um, man, I just there was just so many hot takes throughout the game, and it was just... It was so embarrassing to read what some of the people were saying. It's like, like I said, everyone, relax. Like, no, they're not going to trade Evgeny Malkin because he's having a bad game, even though he played really, really well to end the game. No, Matt Murray's not going to get benched because he did not have, again, his A game. Uh, they're not going to put Tristan Jari in. Um, no, they're not going to make desperate changes to the power play. Oh, well, you know, like th th this good play can only go for so much. You know, they've got to try something different. Well, you know, you stick with it, good results come. You keep playing like that, hey, like I said, things are going to even out. They always, always, always do. Like, that's just, that's a fact, guys. It, it, everything will even out. Stuff will regress to the mean. And the Penguins will start winning a lot more of their games than they probably, than, than, than they um, otherwise have lost because they've lost games where they easily should have won. Though that's not to say that they've also won games that they should have lost because that is true because Matt Murray did steal a couple of games early, earlier in the season when they were not playing like this. Um, shout out to Jesse Marshall again for another stat here that he uh, just tweeted while I was recording. So Jesse says, according to Natural Stat Trick, which um, you, it's free to go on. You guys can look at the Penguins underlying numbers. They're the second best team in the league according to goals for percentage, and they're right behind their current Haynes. They're at 55.54% right now. Um, that's really good. And what, what is that, guys, if you don't know what that means? It's expected goals for percentage, basically. Um, uh, in simpler terms... You're just looking at scoring chances and just like shot quality. Yeah, it's just it's a really good stat. Um, if you guys want, if, if some of you guys are listening that aren't really big into fancy stats, it's um, a really good stat to look at to see if, if a team is playing well. Um, even though even um, it's it's more like, like I said as a tool to help like navigate like the eye test and just to see how well they're playing and just support like how well they're playing is. I mean you, you didn't really you you don't even really need that you didn't really need that stat tonight. Of course I keep repeating myself since I'm so excited over this win. You didn't really need to see that stat tonight just to see how well the Penguins are playing. But like I said, it's a good tool to have um, to help reinforce the eye test and sh show that yeah the Penguins are playing some really 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 good hockey right now and um yeah um next up for pittsburgh uh they will be playing the chicago blackhawks um we'll have a preview episode of that coming tomorrow if i'm not mistaken folks that penguins have lost eight to eight games in a row to chicago i don't think they've beaten them since 20 i want to say 2014 uh, it's it's gotta be something like that I, I think it's been almost five i think it's been five years since they beat them um I just I know it's been a long, long time. They've come close. They've lost in overtime shootouts, but it is, it is, that is like the one team that I think the Penguins have not been able to beat. But to wrap this up, just what a hell of a win for the Penguins uh, to get uh four three over the Islanders, break their little 10-game losing streak, get to third place in the Metropolitan Division at nine and six and one. Um, if it were the other way around, six, nine, and one, that would be a little more nicer. 
um, okay, that was probably a bit of a bad joke there, but you know what? Whatever, we'll work with it. Um, really, guys, I uh, hope you guys liked the uh, couple of the memes that I posted, a uh, couple of the tweets that I um, were posting during the game. Um, I did. I, I, I will admit, I turned it off for a little bit to try to see if I would force my luck, but yeah, I was like, you know what? I'll turn the third period back on. Um, and you know what? They did not disappoint it. Um, they were rewarded for their outstanding play. Um, you know, even though the Islanders were making th the three-on-three -three overtime so boring. Oh, I do want to point out, I did have a tweet. Uh, there was a little um, interference fight by Yusso Rikula uh, towards the end of the third period. I know he got away from that. And uh, the Islanders fans, they were definitely a little mad online about that. Um, I think if, you, if it were the Penguins, though, that happened to them, um, I think people would be a little more mad online from this fan base. But... In other words, guys, the season is not over. Matt Murray is still good. Evgeny Malkin is okay. The Penguins are in a playoff spot. They're playing really, really well. And they were finally rewarded for their really, really good play to start the season, even though they have lost their last two games in a row and five out of seven going into this game. So, like I said, we'll have a preview episode of the Chicago uh, Blackhawks game tomorrow. Um, the Hawks are just off to a terrible start this season. Um, just not good from them. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, I was really excited to do this episode. Honestly, if they were going to lose the way that they were about to lose, I was maybe going to hold off to do this episode tomorrow and just do a preview. But you know what? I couldn't contain my excitement because of how uh, well the, the team played tonight. But um, we'll talk to you guys soon. Thank you guys so much for listening. Like I said, feel free to uh, follow me on Twitter at Hunter Hodes, the show on Twitter at LO underscore Penguins, and uh, keep subscribing and everything like that. Keep, uh, keep uh, the reviews coming. All right, guys. Talk to you soon.